Hey, I'm Des Money. And I'm Jesse Money. And, and you're, you're watching, watching CMS TV. From a great journey tribute band. <laughs> No, that's uh, that is a uh, a band or a individual rather. Okay. Uh, by the name of Lee Small. Yeah, I interviewed Lee like a month ago. Did you? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, "Die to Live." That was uh, by request by Phil Ooze. Yeah, I just, 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 just talked to that guy like a month ago. Yeah, you know, you know what that sounds like and reminds me of. It's a- you remember back in, I think it was like 90 something, 93. Okay. The storm. Yeah. I've got a lot to learn about love. Right. That was them, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I remember that band. That was when Journey was broken up, right? Yeah, that's Kevin Chalfont. Right. Let's see. You too. Yeah, I, I know that tune. Yeah, but that's that's what that uh, reminds me of. Yeah, it sounds about about exactly the same. Yeah. Let's see. Here, I'll play a little. Uh, one, here we go. song hit the airwaves and everybody sure. thought journey was back yeah you know jim suck a dick that was a good song <laughs> but it was just like because you know journey was broken up at that time yeah and uh you know everybody thought uh, this is a new journey song yeah and, but but you know it had it had greg raleigh who's original member of journey mm-hmm. and uh kevin chalfont who has a very steve perry-ish 
sound to his voice and sure. rock gallery and Steve Smith. Strangely enough, the ones who's got kicked out of the band. Right. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Some yeah. years later that, uh, you know, those guys got booted from the, uh, under the, you know, the banner of journey. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who also put that storm together. Yeah. They just said, fuck it. Went on without them. Yeah. But, uh, they were probably sitting around doing nothing. And it's just like, you know what, you know, journey's not playing. We're not doing anything. Let's, let's do something journey esque. Oh yeah. And they did. They did. It was great. I mean, I bought the record, obviously I bought the CD. I bought it too. I still play that record. That's a good, that's a solid listen. Yes, it's a good disc. So mm-hmm. I have it in the collection. So there yeah. it is. It's not metal. It's just, it's just, it's journey. Yeah. It's, it's classic rock. It's what was going on in 1986 90. or whenever that uh, came out. It came out in 93, I believe. 93? 93. Was it really that late? Yeah, well, well, Journey called it a day in 86 after the Raised on Radio tour. And right. they didn't come back till 96. Oh, no shit. 91. 91. 91. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I thought it was in the 80s, but. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, still, still a great record. Yeah, I agree. Fuck you, Jim. Go listen to a Deep Purple record, faggot. <laughs> Garbage rock. Garbage rock. Shut up. Shut been- up. This is the guy that listens to Blackmore's Night. Shut up, fairy. Go fucking play a pan flute at a Renaissance fair, you queer. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was just AOR rock. That's all it is. I mean, right. it's not edgy. There's nothing. There's nothing edgy about it it was it was just it was ear candy if you will that's it by the way thanks jonesy don't listen to jim he's an idiot yeah listen to jonesy love your show right jonesy knows look at that a moron that uh, a member of led zeppelin endorsing our show that's right john paul jones right there old jonesy himself that's right (laughs) good point jerry c go play a skin flute right not a pan flute. Although a pan flute worked in in my Renaissance fair example as well. It did. It was it was very it was very uh apropos for the uh reference. Yeah. Considering I was ranting with no with no direction at all. I <laughs> I hit it. Yeah, we have to come off with stuff right off the cuff. So, you know, stop your criticisms. Ben Benjamin too. Edgy as a basketball. We didn't say it was edgy. It's not edgy at all. We said it was just classic rock. It's not edgy. It was just AOR popular tunes, but it's just yeah. it's just what people enjoyed. Just, you know, listening and driving down the road, listening to mindless music. That's all it is. That's right. It's nothing nothing great about it. It's just no. it's catchy. It's a fun record. Yeah, it's just catchy. It's like, okay, cool. The storm or hardline? I'd lean toward hardline just yeah, because I would have to go with hardline. Because now that's got more edge to it. And yeah, but the storm, unfortunately, was just a one-off. I think they did two. Did they? I think there was a second storm I, I record. I if they did. I think there is, but let me be sure of that. The storm second album. Um, Eye of the Storm, 1995. Really? Yep. Yeah, I wasn't even aware because I guess it didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. No. Nope. There, there, there was a storm record that came out. A second one. Okay. See, I learned something new today. Mm-hmm. So there you go. 
Yeah. But yeah, Hardline. And let me be honest. My friend Johnny Giovelli's in Hardline. <laughs> well, th- th- that guy can do no wrong, regardless of yeah. what project he's in. Yeah. You know what he does wrong? He's never in town so that we can do some fucking business. Mm-hmm. Every month he goes back overseas. He's going back overseas again. Well, he, he's he, got to earn his earning. I, I know. Look, earn I'm it. not. I'm not bagging on him for for earn making his money. His money. He told me in December. Yes. We had this long talk, and he said, "This is the end of all the long touring. It's all going to end." We're going to have all year to work on blah, blah, blah. I, I got one or two things at the beginning of the year, and that's it. This fucking guy has been out of this country more than he's been in the country. Well, you, you, I guess I guess those bookings come up, and it's just yeah. like, hey, you can't say no to it. Mm-hmm. It's like I saw on on, on the book of, fit, of Fuck Today, Johnny in a, in a like a golf shirt or something which struck me as odd that he was talking to the fans that way. But he was, he's like, guess where I'm going to be on July 4th. I'm going to be playing the Bulgarian beer fest or something with, <laughs> with Sevy. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, it's like, I didn't know, you know, it's like, all right. Yeah. He's always on the goddamn go. Well, he's a, he's a very talented vocalist. I mean, oh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, like everything he does i mean you know mm-hmm. I, obviously hardline's a great thing but you know obviously one of my favorites is axel rudy pell arp is great he yeah. did that metal record just this last year that evil eyes mm-hmm. that was really good too yeah i mean it, he's a great vocalist mm-hmm. you know and the thing is is he's been doing this for you know 40 years yeah and he, he still sounds fantastic still sounds as good as he ever did mm-hmm. yeah he's great yeah, so he's he's one of those rare talents that uh, mm-hmm. he can continue making music and sounding just as great as he did, you know, forty years ago. Yeah, you know, it's funny about him. You get him on the phone; he's one of those guys that feels like he's bugging you on the phone. Like as soon as you get on the phone, he's like, "I don't want to take up too much of your time," but like, dude, you know, just relax. yeah, it's like, dude, I got all day, I got all day and night. You don't have to race, so. Yeah, good dude. I, I I love Johnny to death. He's he's definitely one of my favorite people in the business. He's he's definitely like a friend friend, not a. You know, we got a lot of friends that we know because they come on the show or whatever. Johnny is like a friend friend. So right, he's like Ron Keel. Yeah, Ron Keel's another one that's or, a friend or, friend. or Don or or Don or John know. Levin or sure. You know those guys. Yeah, we have our we have our little friend circle, and Johnny is in that for me. So good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I ran across something here that, you know, we, you and I talk about where this show is concerned. Okay. About freedom of speech. Yes. Now I, I see people online where the constitution is concerned mm-hmm. and they don't understand that, uh, in our country, in the U S that freedom of speech doesn't mean, you know, uh, private <laughs> private entities can't censor you because obviously we know that through YouTube. Mm-hmm. What freedom of speech means in our country is means that the government can't shut you down. Correct. Mm-hmm. But most people don't realize that because yeah. because when they get censored by uh, an entity such as YouTube, 
Mm-hmm. You know, whatever happened to freedom of speech? Yeah. Like, well, it doesn't apply to YouTube. It applies yeah. to the government shutting you down. Mm-hmm. So just to make that clear that that's, that's what the freedom of speech issue is. Yeah. It's, it doesn't mean you're free to speak in any forum anywhere around the country. Right. Or whatever the case may be. It just means that the government can't say or come knocking on your door and arrest you for something you said. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get to that point where we're in a communist situation, yeah, uh, much like, uh, you know, or, or a dictatorship such as, you know, uh, 1930s Germany, you know, sure. if you speak out against the government, they're liable to show up in the middle of the night and haul your ass away. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what the constitution provides. Uh, protects right that, mm-hmm. so so most people they they misinterpret that or misplace that and you know people who uh are freedom of speech advocates they're misplaced or misguided in certain situations where they're shut down right mm-hmm. yeah well and i agree with that he, he's got that right uh uh metal my cough mm-hmm that is that is true that the government and big tech are in cahoots because that was very very clear to us during the uh 2020 election right and you know the thing is is that uh it's been made clear to us here we are years later that uh the FBI shut down that whole Hunter Biden laptop thing yeah prior to the election and uh, you know they shut everybody down you know the uh New York Post was the first one to break that story and they got their Twitter and all kinds of things shut down immediately, shut mm-hmm. that down immediately. That's right. Like, well, who gave that order? Yeah. Well, we, we know now that it came from the FBI. Yeah. They shut it down. That's right. So, uh, you know, that's, that's where we're, that's where we're having. And I agree with all the cahoots and stuff, but the, you know, again, uh, the the subversive way that they go about uh, colluding with big tech is one thing, mm-hmm. but but you're not going to have a government agent coming to your door and arresting you because you spoke out against whatever it is. Right. That's kind of where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, a Malaysian police said that they asked Interpol on Wednesday to help track down a U.S. comedian. Get the comedian. Comedian. Yeah, somebody making jokes. It's not my guy Dave Landau, is it? No, no, no. Dave, Dave's a good dude. I, and again, I, I hope to meet him someday, you know. But Yeah, uh, yeah well, I mean, didn't you say he's coming to your area? I'm not aware of it. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, anyway, again, just... Just as a quick subplot. Yes. Don't forget that uh, Dave's show debuts on Monday. So. All right. Well, make sure you throw those links up there and make yep. people know. I will definitely do that. But anyway, now this is Malaysia. This is not the U.S., but okay. the Malaysian police said that they asked Interpol, which is the international police. Right. Uh, to help track down a U.S. comedian after she made a joke about the disappearance of Malaysia airline flight MH370, a request that the comedian <sighs> called ridiculous. Now, didn't that happen in what 2015? Yeah, it's been a while. Well, it's been, been what, eight years or so. 
Well, she must have hidden that plane. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, <laughs> but again, how dare you make a joke? <clears throat> Should we be talking about this here? Yeah. Are the Malaysian police going to come after us? Right. Are the Interpol? <sighs> I mean, seriously, though. Uh, Jocelyn Chia, I think that's how you say her name, C-H-I-A. Yeah. Told the joke during a set at the comedy cellar in New York city. Now, mind you, she did this here in New York. So she told a joke here and the Malaysian police wrapped in Interpol to capture her. Yes. To crack her down for making a joke. Well, I'm just going to say to the Interpol people, I find this joke completely offensive. And I, uh, (laughs) I stand with you in capturing this bitch. (laughs) Go get her. Don't arrest me. She did a joke during a set at the Comedy Cellar in New York City reportedly in April as she riffed on the historically testy relationship between Malaysia and Singapore where she was raised. Mm. Now, mind you, uh, you know, she she's she <laughs> her pulse smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so so apparently, uh, you know, she was not born here. She's not right. a natural born u.s citizen but she has the right to make jokes she does (laughs) (laughs) funny uh mh370 went missing march of 2014 almost 10 years ago yeah almost a decade ago too soon Can you imagine that a decade ago? I mean, remember that just dominated the the news circuit about yeah. this missing plane? Mm-hmm. And it's already been almost 10 years. Yeah. So, so how, yeah, it's like, I'm, I want to talk about that missing plane. And just like you said, too soon. Yeah. What? 10 years ago. I hope Interpol's not listening because I'm about to tell a Pan Am 103 joke. Right. Jesus. Are you kidding me with this shit? What, what the Lockerbie flight? Yeah. Right on that flight, God damn it. Yeah. Jesus Christ, son of a bitch. You're telling jokes about that? How dare you? Oh, my God. I mean, holy shit. That just happened in 88. <laughs> Uh, MH370 went missing March of 2014 as one of Malaysia's deadliest aviation incidences with all 239 people on board presumed dead. Well, they're probably living in on an island somewhere with uh, with they're hanging uh, out with the 911 passengers. Well, they're hanging out with Amelia Earhart. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Tupac. Right. <laughs> Such was the Rage over Chia's joke that Malaysian police began an investigation under incitement and offensive online content laws. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Online content laws. I guess maybe for their country. Is she still a citizen of that country? Is that what we're saying? I don't know. She she did it here, I guess. Yeah, but if she's still a citizen. I I have no idea. No idea. By the way, as a side note, this is just a totally side note. Yes. Untrue. Uh, you she's know, not hot. No, I mean, she, she's annoying. I mean, obviously she's a, she's a, I mean, liberal she, cunt bag, but oh yeah, she is. She is the definition of a cunt. Yeah. But hot. No. No. Now uh, when she popped up naked online. Whew, 
That was not good. I I didn't see that. Yes, yeah, I, I I I would pop it up, but then we would get for sure shut down on all right, the platforms. Right. And then you'd have she her, her, and you'd have Interpol after you. Yeah, because she shows her big because nasty hairy bush. Uh, the, that's what would happen if you took a look at her. Your pole would be in her. Would yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, it would crawl all the way in. That's what I'm be saying. Be in any pole. Any pole. <laughs> be in any exactly. pole. Yeah. On Tuesday, Malaysia Police Chief uh, Akril Sani Abdullah. Sani. Sani Abdullah. Yeah. Guilty. Uh, I, oh, sorry. Sorry, Interpol. I'm sorry, that, Interpol. <laughs> said that they would ask Interpol to help locate her. Oh, good. According to the Malaysian news uh, agency. Right. The head of the police in the southern state of Johar said in a statement that a request had been filed on Wednesday. Kamural Zaman Maman blah blah said that they were seeking further information regarding the suspect to assist in the investigation. <laughs> the suspect. The suspect. How dare you make a joke? God damn it. Yeah, don't be telling those jokes. Right. Stop it. She is being probed under public mischief laws that carry a jail term up to two years. Well, I guess all she's got to do is stay here. <laughs> as well as communications legislation under which offenders face up to a year in prison. Do you think that do you think that the US will help um help track her down? I would not think so, but with this current administration, I would yeah. not be surprised that they would trade her for a black uh, woman's NBA player. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so one nappy headed hoe for one. Hey, stand, hey, <laughs> such racism. Rest in peace there. Uh, I miss, I miss the uh, eye man. The eye man. Well, he's not the end man. Apparently <laughs> one pan, pan face for one uh, nappy headed hoe. All right. My goodness. Is that necessary? No, it's not necessary. It's not necessary in the least. All right. Hold on a minute. Hello, Interpol. <laughs> Wendell Neely. <laughs> Come and get him immediately. He is saying bad shit. <laughs> He's saying stuff I don't like. <laughs> exactly. He's portraying bad thoughts online. And he said, he said mean things about Gary Peterson too. Yes, that's <laughs> so right. Maybe the Canadian mounted police will get his ass. <laughs> be a worldwide manhunt for you. What is this? Uh, a remake, a reboot of the John Candy classic, Canadian yeah. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> just look at all that obscure references. Just I know. Nobody but me and you is probably getting half this shit, but yeah. it is funny. That's if you horrible. get it, it's funny. It's horrible. <laughs> Malaysia and Singapore were briefly one state after the end of British colonial rule. What, in 1965? Yeah, Jesus. Colonial <laughs> rule? 50 years ago? Jeez, great. Years ago. <laughs> Jesus. What does King Charles have to say about this? <laughs> God damn. 
Chia, who was, oh, she is American citizen, who was born in the U.S., said in her routine that the city-state had since become a first-world country and that Malaysia airplanes could not fly. So what? All right. She's an American citizen born in America, and they're trying to extradite her to Malaysia? Yeah, they're trying to hunt her down. Get the fuck out of here. That's my point. Malaysia Airlines going missing, not funny, huh? She continued, some jokes don't land. <laughs> or planes. That's kind of what she said. <laughs> it caused an uproar on social media, followed by condemnations by top Malaysian officials, including the foreign minister. Oh, my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine if we were getting attacked on social media by fucking Joe Biden because we said he was a pudding head fuck? Can you imagine that shit? Why in the world would a government give a shit what some fucking low-level comedians has to say? And I use the word comedian lightly because as somebody pointed out, female. Yeah, right. So, comedian. So stop. Right. I am appalled. By horrendous statements, Singapore's foreign minister, Vivian Blacker, tweeted, tweeted, they tweeted, (laughs) this is how, see, this is the whole thing. In my opinion, this is coming from me directly. Mm -hmm. Anyone who tweets anything, Mm -hmm. meaningless, meaningless, yeah, meaningless, and I still, I still, to this day, I know it's a thing. I know people use it all the time, whatever. But whenever I see a story of any sort and they, and they start lead or finish with according to Twitter, yes, it's like, that doesn't mean anything. That means absolutely nothing. Right. You know, because according to Twitter, everything is fucking wrong. Right. Stupid. We treasure our ties with family and friends in Malaysia and are sorry for the offenses and hurt caused to all Malaysians. Wow. Jesus. Uh, Chia, however, has stood by her joke despite the intense backlash. It is pretty intense. I got to give her that. She's not. Normally, we'd be laughing at the fact that they'd be saying, you know, that it's crazy or it's intense or whatever. That's pretty intense to tell a joke about a plane crash from 10, 15 years ago and, and have a government come after you. Yeah, but but that's, that's the whole thing. Don't you joke about that. It hurt our feelings and yeah. shit. You know what? Fuck you. We don't care about your goddamn country. How about that? Yeah. Fuck off. You lost a plane, so so own it. Yeah, we've <laughs> lost a bunch of planes. Uh, the former lawyer of BBC News that the reaction was overblown and she was not making fun of tragedy and victims, but was trying to find humor in tragedy. Because <laughs> that's what comedians do. That's what, again, regardless of how much you put stock in her uh, talent as a joke teller, yeah. she's a comedian. That's the whole idea. I'm making a joke because I'm doing silly stuff. There's been a million fucking 9-11 pancake jokes. A million of them. And, you know, did the people die? Yeah. Does it suck? Yeah. Was it 25 years ago? 
Yeah. <laughs> it well, happened. Yeah. It happened. Uh, she had told BBC News that roasting or poking fun at the audience is part of comedy club culture in New York, where she is now based. She said American comics have in the past used September 11th terror attack there you go. for their jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just stop with this. But the Malaysian government needs to shut the fuck up. I know. It's ridiculous. Americans can appreciate humor that is harsher, edgier, and more in your face as compared to in Asia where the stand-up comedy scene is still in its early days. You won't find a lot of edgy comedy in Asia, she said. You're kidding. What? Because they're liable to haul your ass away. Yeah, no kidding. That's that's the whole reason. They'll throw you in one of those grinders that grinds up refrigerators and right. shit. right. Uh, Chia was defiant after the Malaysia's move to involve the international police tweeting. Would love to see the face of the Interpol officer who received this request. That's a good point, too. It's like, you want me to do what? So you're saying she told a joke. Yeah. And And, and, you want want me to go get her? You want us to go find her? She didn't commit any any law. She didn't break any law. Well, she had incitement online. Enough with that bullshit. God damn it. What did she incite? Somebody to wreck another plane? <laughs> she didn't incite anything. She told a fucking joke. She told a whimsical tale about something that already happened. That's right. not inciting anything, you dumb right. shit. Jesus. But it hurt her feelings and stuff. Idiots. I mean, well, well-intended people. I don't want them coming after me now. Well-intended people. How about that, huh? Insane. We got to do whatever we have to do. You shut this bitch down. Immediately. Yes. She, she can't say that, those things. Yeah. Shut her down. Immediately. God damn it. Idiot. I mean, all a damn it or whoever it is that they worship over there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know nothing about Malaysia. Ow. Just go away. So there you are. You can't don't don't you say don't you joke about this shit. That's right. Don't do it. So I just thought you would find that. Oh fun. yeah, it's insane. Nuts.